I remember clearly the first day I realized someone hated me. Not for my personality, or not that I know of, not something I'd done to them, but for something else, simply because I competed with them. I'd become someone's enemy simply because I competed. I didn't like the feeling of being hated simply because I competed with somebody. But what was I going to do? Not compete so that they could stop hating me? Competition is actually a natural part of life. We compete for resources, we compete for food, we compete for mating companions, we compete every single day of our lives. So why should it be different in business? And yet, as obvious as this may sound, I see so many entrepreneurs that I deal with, especially in the early years, before the inverted commas competition really kicks in, that really don't think of themselves in a competition format. You're hearing my voice because I was able to come out on top of a process set in motion by Alon as he was looking for someone to produce podcasts for him and Racecorp. You probably found this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Why is it your favorite amongst all the others? And this podcast had to be hosted somewhere. And amongst all the possibilities, we chose a specific provider for that too. None of these were by chance. All were part of a competitive process. And when we look close enough, we can see competition everywhere around us. I'm Gareth Armstrong, and this is a Razor's Edge podcast. So I'm not saying that there is no space for cooperation, collaboration, competition. There most certainly is. But any business that's actually scaled and become successful in the long term has got a competitive mindset. And that generally kicks in with the first question when you're out there selling your product or service, where the inevitable question of what makes you different from competitor X or competitor Y, what makes you so special, and then you're in competitive mode. But just like in the animal kingdom, where the animal that competes best, that is aggressive, that is opportunistic, or that takes the gap, is the one that survives, that thrives, so too is the same for a startup organization. And we really set ourselves up in this quite ethereal concept of we compete with the big guys. They're this unnamed, faceless competition called the big guys, the big corporates. And the big mistake that we make, and I've spoken many times about this during my podcast, is that we compete with them through personal service and through pricing. That seems to be how we construct our difference, our competitive edge. A huge flaw, a huge mistake. The more that we lean on personal service and price as our USP, our unique selling proposition, the longer it takes for us to develop a truly differentiated USP. One that is long-standing and defensible. This series is all about learning from the lessons of others. More specifically, learning from the successes and failures that Alon Reyes, CEO of Racecorp, has experienced over the last 20 years. In this lesson, we're talking about competitive mindset. And Alon has a very interesting story he shares about his competitive mindset later on in this discussion. But let's rejoin him now as he clarifies what he means by competition. So this podcast is not really about USP, how to develop a USP, 
why USP is important. It's more around the psychology of aggression, the psychology of competition, the psychology of being okay to fight, to fight for market share. But like in any fighting sport, there are always rules. Whether you're in a boxing match or in a judo competition or in a karate matchup, rules apply. And so how that manifests in our world as entrepreneurs is through integrity, through morality, however we may define that in our minds or in our society or in our community. There are definitely rules that we abide by. So I spoke earlier about us taking the gap, becoming aggressive. But what happens if somebody is offering us an opportunity based on a brown envelope? Well, that is a line that we should not cross. So competition needs to remain within a rule set, within a morality set, within a legal framework. It's not a free-for-all. And yet within the boxing ring, you can hit as hard as you like. You just can't hit below the belt and you can't hit the person when they're down. So there are rules. There are always rules. The best sports people in the world understand the rules of their sporting code or discipline intimately. Why? Because they are looking for competitive advantage in every nook and cranny, in every movement, strike or stride they make. This is what Alon is asking. In your industry, how far have you gone? How deep have you looked? Where is that 1% that is too much effort for others to pursue? How badly do you want it? It's about hunger to win. It's about aggression. And I like to use the word aggression. It's not a very PC word to use, but it's the right word to use. When I look to invest in entrepreneurs, one of the things that I'm looking for is aggression. Do they feel they deserve to win? Will they do anything that needs to be done within the rules in order to win? Do they care or not care whether they are hated by their competition? Will they take the gap when it's there as long as it's within the rules? If the answer is yes to all the above, then for me, it's a sure winner. There is a certain energy that lies behind aggression. It's about fighting for that extra inch, pushing always, not accepting no, getting up when you get knocked down, not accepting the fact that you lost a deal and viewing it that you lost a deal for now, but you'll get them back. That level of mental aggression is required in order to succeed as an entrepreneur. If you don't have that level of aggression, then you've got to ask yourself whether entrepreneurship is really the route you want to take. And this is not about just the beginning where you're trying to fight against an established market but that saying that the tall tree catches the most wind is so apt for entrepreneurship because as you grow and become successful, you become a target for the new entrants into the market who see you as the target. So you're a target for the incumbents and a target for the new entrants. Not exactly a nice place to be, constantly under attack. And you have to have a thick skin and remain aggressive throughout that time. And by the way, it never goes away. So what is a competitive mindset? Listen to this experience Alon had a few years ago and listen out for who has it, who doesn't, and what Alon needs to do to keep it. 
I remember the moment that Rayscope transitioned from being the hound to the hare, the one that was chasing to the one that was being chased. I was invited by one of the banks to come to talk about an idea that they wanted to roll out with a partner and all the potential partners were invited to a conference center in Johannesburg. We all sat in a U-shape. I kept quite quiet there. As per normal, I had my race cup shirt on and the person representing the bank started to talk about the idea and what was required and one of the people around the table put up their hand to ask a question and asked, is everyone here going to get a chance to work with you or is it one or two of the companies represented? And the person from the bank said, no, we are actually looking to only partner with one. And with that, that person closed their file, stood up and said, well, if Rayscope's here, we're all wasting our time. It was the first time in our whole history that I actually viewed myself as the hare and not the hound. I was always the hound. I was the one chasing, chasing to be the biggest, the best in the market. And I'll tell you what happened to me after that was that I actually had to work very hard on not letting that statement affect me. Although from an ego perspective, it was nice to hear, what was very important for me is for me to hold on to the hound mentality, the chaser, the one that is not there, has not achieved, still fighting, still growing, still needing to be more aggressive to grow further. I've seen too many times where the hound becomes the hare, where that complacency sets in, that the level of aggression starts to dissipate. I've achieved, I've reached my pinnacle, I'm there, only to be usurped by all the hounds that are still in the race. Never become the hare. Always remain the hound. Head over to racecorp.com where you'll find similar resources to this one and also the opportunity to sign up for notifications to stay updated on new releases. In addition to this, follow Racecorp on your favorite social media platforms where you'll find additional updates about this podcast series and others we are producing. My name is Gareth Armstrong and I'll see you in the next lesson. Mm-hmm.